Welcome back, everybody. This is a Red Friday, the Chiefs play tonight, and we're going to get into matchups, things to take away. There's a lot of overlap about where this team is, who's on each roster, including some uh, draft picks you heard us talk about quite a bit this offseason. We're going to get into the depths of it. Welcome to Locked On Chiefs. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Well, how you feeling on a Friday? Well, you're muted, and so that changes a couple of things, but I'm sure you feel fine. You look fine. Just don't sound normal, but that's okay. I actually just got back in town uh, another late night with a lot of delays at the airport. Uh, it's been, it's been a trip, but for everybody that I saw out at training camp, very, very thankful to meet all you guys, uh, as well as all the media folks, Aaron Morrow, as well as you, there you get another one, Aaron. Uh, I just wanted to, to redo that because, uh, not everybody saw it. So I had a great time and it's one of those situations that when something like this happens, I'm just going to do the intro and see if Chris makes it back. And it comes down to those relationships that you build. There's a lot of relationships that are coming up in this particular game between the Chiefs and the Cardinals. A lot of overlap there. There's nothing that can really be done other than lay it down for what it is. And what it is is that Patrick Mahomes obviously has a clear connection to the head coach of the Cardinals. We're going to have to get into that, although they won't be competing against each other as a defense coordinator. But how do you feel? I think it's going to be a good game. I It sounds like there's going to be a lot of Cardinals that aren't going to be playing, so that's going to be something that they're going to have to adjust to. But, you know, that is what it is. And uh, I'm excited to see this team go and see who actually gets to play this game. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, we'll run that down in the next segment. I think the most intriguing thing for me is Cliff Kingsbury got Patrick Mahomes to the point that he was in position to be drafted as high as he was and to become the player that he has become with Andy Reid. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like your dad and your stepdad, right? Like in terms of like your sports career, it's, it's really intriguing. I'm glad that this is a, a preseason game, but I think there's a lot of overlap. And I, and if I had five minutes alone with Cliff Kingsbury, I, I would very much like to see, what he feels about the progression because I feel like he's trying to do something a little bit different with Kyler Murray. Murray. Way different talents. So I can understand why he'd be doing things differently. Uh, I do think that Patrick Mahomes owes a lot to Cliff Kingsbury. I think Cliff really helped him get into the league uh, and really helped clean some things up that would got him to be able to be drafted by Reed. So I, I do think that uh, he owes him a lot. And I do, I am curious what Cliff would say if they were going to be talking uh, and getting into that, if this is a regular game, we get those kind of questions. You're not really going to get that much in the preseason, though. No, it's going to be pretty vanilla all the way around. And hey, that's okay. Yeah. That's what happens? We expect it. But I think that's going to be interesting. Like a, a lot of camaraderie, I'm sure, is going to go back and forth with these two guys. Now, who they're not going to have is Cliff will not have, have at his disposal to help Kyler Murray, who is supposed to play, as we understand it now. Uh, he will not have DeAndre Hopkins. You know, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't probably be doing that either. Quite frankly, uh, this is the game I would give Patrick a series. I wouldn't have even played him last game. And I don't know if, if there's any kind of heat issue. I think I would probably hold Tyreek Hill out from the Chiefs side of it. Not going to see Chandler Jones either, the pass rusher. J.J. Watt is still on the pup list, so there's no way to see him either. But that's that's quite a, a 
not a triumvirate, but a quad triumvirate, I guess is how would you call that, <laughs> of players that won't play. It's quite the quad people, the quad that will not play. I agree with you on that. I do think that uh, it's going to be very intriguing to see how these different teams play in the preseason over the next couple of seasons. Obviously, uh, we think Patrick's going to play. Uh, I would expect he's going to get more than one series, but maybe not. Who knows? Andy Reid only gave him one series last time when he said the starters were going to be in for a quarter. So uh, it's really hard to know what they're going to do. I, I do think that this is going to be something to watch over the next couple of years, like I said, because it's going to adjust as teams deal with injuries over the next several years or lack of injuries. Maybe it doesn't cause it doesn't snake bite some teams, uh, but you know, you, you have teams like the chargers who are holding out. It seems like a third of their guys that are going to be playing in the regular season. They're not even going to play the preseason at all. In, way in, a whole, in a whole new system. I mean, that's what is surprising to me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's, there's a lot of flavors that go into a brand new system and there's a lot of flavors that you can get from our friends. Oh, look at Ryan. He's got his props again. I feel better with the props. I got to tell you. <laughs> Bill Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. If you have not tried them yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. You need to go give them a try. You need to go to build.com and try them out. They're absolutely fantastic. They have nine regular delicious flavors. When you talk to a Bill Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Bill Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. Uh, of those, I think I really enjoy the salted caramel. I really enjoyed that one. Uh, so there's something for everyone. My favorite flavor is the salted caramel for right now. Uh, I still like the coconut almond chunk, but or the coconut brownie chunk, sorry, but they don't have that right now. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. Most of the flavors have 17 to 18 grams of protein. It's only 130 to 180 calories, four grams of sugar, four to five grams of sugar, four to five grams of net carbs, amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Go order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you want to try. Try the mixed box. You'll like them all. Go to build.com and use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at build.com. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that again. I'm running low on supplies for props. <sighs> uh, well, you're not supposed to eat the props, but I kind of I kind of get why you do. You know, right? It, it is what happens. You know, keeping me from getting hungry is almost as challenging as keeping an offensive line fed and happy. Mm -hmm. um, and the Chiefs' offensive line, I think, unlike what we talked about with Patrick Mahomes, I do think we're going to see that trio of rookies go a little bit deeper than they did last week into this game, get a little bit more under their belt, and I'm looking forward to that. I think that they're going to have all five of them play because I think that they want to get the chemistry there between those guys. And that's the only way you're going to do it is to have all five play. I mean, I understand why you would do just the three because they're all rookies for the most part. But if you want them to have any kind of chemistry at all whatsoever, you play them all for as long as you're going to play them. And, you know, you take your chance. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a risk, but, you know, they risk everything when they're going to practice anyway. So there's not really much you can do other than try to mitigate it the most you can. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're going to be able to see uh, and test their wares, especially Lucas Nian against uh, Hassan Bredek. From what I saw this morning, I think he was going to be available. I'm not certain of that. But if that is the case, I think that's a pass rusher that you can, you can feel your gears prepared for the regular season against. Yeah, and I think that that's no. going to be a good test for him. 
No, I do think it'll be a good test. I do think that, you know, you're looking at a situation where without Chandler Jones, it's going to hurt a little bit because you're not going to get the test that you would really get normally, uh, which is what you would really want. But, uh, you know, you'll take what you can get, and, and Reddick's a good enough test. I'm really curious who's going to be available for the Chiefs uh, because they had some injuries pop up right as camp was ending. Yeah, I'm nothing I'm too concerned about for you. I'm not concerned about Frank Clark, but I can't imagine he's playing in this game. Uh, this will probably be right. Willie Gay's first action, I would imagine. So at that point, you would expect that he's going to start and maybe play a little bit more than normal than you would expect him to just because he's got to shake the rest off and he's got to get in playing shape and he's got to get in to the process of actually playing in the league. He didn't get any preseason games last year, so this is going to be all new experience for him. True. Yeah. I, I mean, that it's invaluable at that point. They have some – I don't think, like you said, Frank, the best thing for Frank is to rest that leg. And I think, honestly, the best thing for them to figure out their depth on the defensive side is for Frank to rest that leg. they got to get, I think, a deeper look at, at Kando. Got to see if they can bump Tim Ward up and play against the Cardinals twos and see how he does. Let's, let's up that level of competition. I think that will be telling. Yeah, and I think that's absolutely something they need to do because you saw what you saw from Tim Ward last week, and I think that he put a lot of good tape out, but you, you have to worry about the competition level, especially with him. And then you start looking at other guys. Okay, well, it sounds like Derek Nani might be out again. He's still dealing with the hip flexor. So, you know, are your defensive tackles going to, you know, continue to shine? Uh, we know Nani's going to be a starter. Reed's going to be a starter, but is Wharton going to play as well as he did? Is Saunders going to play as well as he did? I expect both of them to do well. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun to watch them. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And I'm I want to see a tick up for both Wharton and Saunders. Um, got a lot of questions. I feel that there's Colin Saunders has to make this roster. I don't I don't see a way right now that you can go lighter at the position than keeping him and Wharton inside. But um, you got to hope that it's not just by attrition that he's there. He's got to earn that and continue to take his steps forward. And I think that is something that I'm expecting. Let's see if he can follow through on. The question I'm going to have is, okay, if he makes the roster, great. And that's obviously the first step. But past that, is he going to be active on game day? Because that's where he struggled last year. Is He made, he was on the active roster, but he wasn't active. And now he's got another veteran in front of him. And Reed, as long as there's not injuries in front of him, are they going to be able to have all four of them active? The difference is Chris Jones is mostly going to be played in defensive end, so that gives you a little bit more of a leverage thing. But at the same time, it's like, well, Jones can play defensive tackle and defensive end, so do you keep 40 tackles active? Probably is my guess. I mean – Yeah, that would be mine too. Of, of any position on this roster, platooning <laughs> becomes important and I think most helpful at those defensive tackle spots. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that that's just going to be something we're going to have to watch, and I'm very curious how it's going to play out in this game and, you know, in the regular season. I do think both of those guys are going to be on the roster, uh, and they don't really have anybody behind them. So, you know, I believe it's Tyler Clark is the only other DT on the roster right now, so not really much there. Uh, what are you going to do with the other positions? Uh, you know, the other question that really is going to become is who's going to make or break their – chance of making the roster this week because I would just about guarantee there's going to be at least one or two guys that could force themselves off the roster this week and maybe one or two guys that could make it harder to cut. Yeah, you're absolutely right. 
I think the guy that sticks out to me the most is Zane Anderson, who all of a sudden last week got reps with the ones out of the blue. And there's a couple of ways that this, this could be describing the situation. Maybe you're trying to give somebody a rest. Maybe you're trying to, to motivate somebody a little bit farther by giving them second and third team reps rather than firsts. Maybe he just made enough plays that he stood out. And maybe this will seal what he's able to do. I don't think he could be a starter as a rookie. I highly doubt that. But it could show enough against ones that maybe he can solidify himself as a backup safety that we maybe didn't see coming. That'd be a pretty large jump. Uh, that would have to put him over Devin Key. That put him over Juan Thornhill, uh, potentially. Uh, that put him over you know Armani Watts. And I'm not saying he can't do it. The one thing I will say is when you look at what he played against, the level of competition is the question there, just like with Tim Ward. Yep. So I understand that they played him with the first. I saw people saying that maybe they wanted to bring two people up and Boodle and Zane Anderson were the guys that they brought up to see how they'd look in first string reps. I don't know what they're doing. They could have just been having fun at, at camp and giving guys a run. I mean, honestly, the other thing – and there you go again, sorry. The other thing they could have been doing – is they could have just been trying to figure out, is it somebody that they can keep on the practice squad and think that there's something there to develop? Yeah, that's for certain. And develop, it's going to be a process no matter what you do. Yep. So you might as well get in there and take an educated guess at what you think is going to happen. And that's what you can do at betonline.ig as well, because nobody knows. Lines are built there for you to make an educated guess. And, Football is back. It's coming. All the teams are going to be on the gridiron here really starting the season right now. And as always, you can go over to betonline.ag, the number one spot for pro and college football action this season, and get yours into the action. Get all the odds, props, and contests, including a half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and a 200000 NFL survivor contest that are open now on BetOnline. Head to the website and use your mobile device. You can use our promo code. Make sure you take advantage of it. Uh, the opening day super promo. Make a bet on Thursday, September 9th as the season opens. And between the Super Bowl champion, Buccaneers, and Dallas Cowboys, and if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 just to get you started. Bet online is the fastest, easiest way to bet all your favorite sports, and particularly this football season. Bet online, use that code locked on for your refund. Everything that they offer, our friends over at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. I want to talk about the young guys on the other side because this Cardinals team in front office kind of made me angry in the draft cycle. <laughs> Two guys that I thought were going to fall enough that could end up on the Chiefs roster. Um, you want to start offense or defense? Or do you care? I'll let you go with who, who made you mad. Who made me mad is Rondale Moore because he's got that – Tyreek aspect to him like it could have been a double down on that style of play obviously a lot of injury history but they picked him up for a song uh it wasn't a high draft pick it's something that could have been done and I just you can they get a great again I apologize I don't remember my, off the top of my head I just I was so was it, day with, three? it was day three though right I think so no no I think it was round three is what it was I oh, wasn't uh, okay I had the fury in the eye so I wasn't <laughs> I, I, I could not tell you exactly but you're <laughs> you're going to see a glimpse of the uh, Kingsbury offense with Kyler Murray, and then the, the similarities are going to be very telling to me. So, so watch out for that particular guy on their field. 
Yeah, and that could be something that you definitely need to watch because the Chiefs' corners are going to be tested. Uh, you know, with that kind of speed, you're going to have issues, and I, I think it's a good test for them. I'm really curious to see what Baker and what Hughes do this game. We already know what Ward is. We already know what Snead is for the most part. Don't get me wrong, Snead's still growing. But Ward is who he's going to be at this point. That's not really going to change, I don't think. So now you're trying to figure out, okay, who's Baker going to be this year? Who's Hughes going to be this year? Which one of them is going to be a starter if they're either of them are going to start? And who's the fifth? Because yeah. we still don't know that. I mean, I would still think it's Rashad Fenton, but he seems to be on the outside looking in in some regards. I, I don't feel that way, but that's only because okay. I, ha- I have a gut about it, not because of anything we've seen. I'm not talking necessarily about the roster. Let me be clear. Mm, okay. I'm talking about on the outside looking in because I thought he would have a chance of being a starter yeah. or at least in the top three. And that doesn't look like that's going to happen. So I still think it is. Really? I do. I, I think at the end of the day, this is great. You got to give Hughes as much run as possible. I think at the end, especially against more powerful like guys that can win one-on-one contests physically impress. I, I think Fenton's got to have the edge and maybe it doesn't come down to it week one. Maybe that happens eventually, but I do think he ends up being one, one of the top three. Okay. Well, it just doesn't look like that's the way that they're going right now. So yeah. we'll have to watch and, and see what happens there. And then you look at, you know, what does Bolton do? How does he step forward this game? I, I think that's something to watch. I think that it's going to be fun to see how he reacts to being uh, on the field with Willie Gay at the same time, because I'm sure they're going to play some snaps together mm-hmm. uh, and how those two handle things. And then honestly, I know you want to talk about young guys and this guy isn't that young, but Juan Thornhill, how does he react to this week that he's had in last week's game? Yeah. That's the biggest question mark on the chiefs roster right now is what is going on with Juan? Yep. I hope that we have more information for you or, or something that we can discern from what happens here. Let's and, see. And I will say, I don't think he's a bust. I, I had Not somebody ask me if he's a bust or say that he's bust. And I'm like, I don't think he's a bust at this point. Injuries happen and he's dealing with it. So you have to give him a little bit of time to recover, though. It's it is concerning that he seems to be taking a step back. Yeah, I, I, I have to say, I'm a little more concerned than I was the other day. On Tuesday, I went down with Carrington Harrison on 610. And I was still in the mode, like, I think this is trying to get him game snaps rather than practice snaps so you don't, like, overload the knee. But then it, it as it wears on, I'm getting a little bit more concerned. I got to see what they do here. I don't know what they're going to do at the safety spot or if they're going to let him play with the ones maybe longer or what it is. It, it's an ongoing situation that, I don't think we'll know until somebody comes out and tells us, uh, yeah. meaning, meaning Andy Reid. Yeah, but if he's still in the game in the fourth quarter of this game, there's concern to be had. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and maybe that's and that's what I was talking about. You know, maybe the, the Zane Anderson thing is a you know shot across Juan's bow that hey, you got to step this up. It's it's not as much about potential now. Let's see it, and maybe that maybe that's what it is. You never know. It's a long training camp. Sometimes guys need a little bit of push towards the end of it, and that happens too. On the yeah. other side, oh, sorry. Good. No, I was actually headed there myself. Okay. I was going to say your boy Fountain is going to be somebody to watch this week. Uh, Fountain is going to be a guy to watch. Kemp's going to be a guy to watch. Obviously, Jody Fortson's a guy to watch. Uh, and, and like I've said, every preseason game, before every preseason game for the past five years, you got to watch special teams. Who's the first string special teamers that are coming out there? Who's making plays on special teams and who's screwing up? 
Yeah, because that makes the difference. Right. Well, he didn't throw up. Right. So I, I think that's a good sign for him. Sorry, what did you say? One more defensive guy to watch. Uh, Amari Cobb played flashed a few times in the first mm-hmm. game. He was out for a practice, came back. Like So keep an eye on him. Um, but the interesting thing about Fountain um, and, and Sheffield is, or Shepard as well um, and anybody else, I mean, even Byron Pringle might be smarting from uh, with Jerry's beating him in that foot race the other day. Like, <laughs> and they're all going to see a little bit of Marco Wilson, who was a guy that has some temper issues in college, but is really athletic and I felt was a pretty good fit for what the Chiefs like to do with their corners. They're going to see him a lot. And I want to see, I'm going to be watching his matchups with the Chiefs receivers quite a bit. Did you ever figure out who that guy was cheering in the background? No. Okay. I got just wondering. Yeah. (laughs) Just wondering because I know you're curious. Uh, So if you didn't see it, you need to go look at Ryan's timeline on Twitter because he has a picture and I'm curious as well as to who it was because the guy was pretty excited. But uh, and it was the race between Sneed and Pringle. I really think that you start looking at this game and the other position that you have to wonder about. Obviously, we've talked about tight end. We've talked about you know the different offensive linemen. Uh, is Rimbers going to play in this game? I mean, to me, it's really important that he plays, and it's going to be interesting to see how much he plays. What With, if he doesn't? Is he going to be able to come back? I mean, the, I, I don't want to say this is last year's Schwartz, but if he if he doesn't play, I mean. You have to wonder if they think that he's going to be available this year. Who gets his reps? Just, just who? How are we going to gauge that? Well, I would think that it's going to be Andrew Wiley. If it's well, if it's a left tackle, it's going to be Prince. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, and I'm I butcher that kid's name, so I'm not even going to try. Take on uh, the Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, so I'll just call him Prince. <laughs> but I do think that it's very important that he plays at least some and he gets a feel for the game and at least is in there, especially because he doesn't have the chemistry with the guys he's going to be playing next to. This Chiefs offensive line is just completely different than it was last year. Yeah. Rimmers has no chemistry with any of these guys. It's it's going to be a challenge, I think, but I think he'll get there. Um, I, I think they're, they're going to do well to play with some tempo, too. I don't think they're going to get crazy in terms of play design, but let's up the tempo. I'm, I'm looking forward to that, folks. We'd like to know what you're looking forward to. Leave in the comments on YouTube or in the iTunes reviews. Make sure if you're subbed on Spotify or whatever, you might get a, a better response than maybe from Apple these days. And uh, if you would like to check us out on video, like and subscribe over there on YouTube. We hope that you guys are ready for this contest. We'll have something for you uh, following it. And Chris has something right now. I was just gonna. I was just going to say that. Uh, let us know who you are going to be watching specifically, uh, and also let us know who you think had the best game or the worst game once the game is over. I'd love to hear that because it's always a lot of fun to interact with the fans, and it's always a good time. So please let us know what you think. Hope you guys are ready. Enjoy your Friday night and enjoy this game. We'll be back with you afterwards. Thanks for watching this one, and we'll catch you.